That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. My goodness, guys. Hello. You're tuned into the How Ladies Roll podcast. Welcome back. What's up? It's your girls, Melissa, Salome, and Sharon. And we're going to be talking about. Changes. 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 It's like an 80s commercial for makeup. Changes. Changes. Purple eyeshadow. Caboodles. Caboodles! Oh, there have been some changes since then. Lip smackers. Yeah, man. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about. Three things that each and every one of us wants to change by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I thought that maybe Salome can kick off the convo. These are big <laughs> goals. I don't like the word goals. You, you know, don't like what? I don't like the word goals. Okay. I think commitment is, is make, it makes you more accountable. Mm. So I would say my end of year 2019 goals mm-hmm. are... Number one, have fun by doing one to two activities that are completely different and that bring me joy. Ooh. That part, I don't know what things are completely different. Maybe battle axe and Ooh. rock climbing. Ooh, yeah. Maybe. Rock climbing would be really cool. Yeah, right? for sure. Cool. What's, bat- what's battle axe? You know, like axe throwing? Throw, axe yeah. throw, they throw it in the oh, okay. yeah, yeah. bullseye. Yeah. I'd like to do that. But then I want to like... I want to do something like continuously. I would suggest knife throwing. I did that for a year. It's amazing because it, it battle axe is great, but you are, it's really hard for your arms. Right. And knife throwing, you can do it like twice or three times a year, and you can join leagues. And there's oh, a cool. science behind it. And the guy who teaches it, the Toronto knife throwing whatever yeah. um, association or, or something organization, he basically is like a world record. A knife thrower, but consider that. Oh, Sorry, that's go on. so cool! Yeah, yeah. So that's what I wrote down as actually my number five. But we are doing top three. No, you share them all if you want to. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll see. Okay. So I will go with number three on my list, okay. which is put my deepest fear into practice. Uh, for those of you who haven't watched it, Brené Brown, Call to Courage. It took me a year to watch that on Netflix, and it's literally like. You have to be vulnerable enough to be courageous enough. And mm-hmm. that, that just blew my mind because, again, as we were talking about emotions earlier, it's just like, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to start over. I don't want to do all this. And I think that's what is also holding me back from doing the fun things that I <laughs> want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one uh, is my number two on the list, which is choose me over anybody or anything else. So for me... Um, I always have been putting people, other people, things and places and other things just ahead of myself. So I think it's time to even work, you know, I was choosing it over anybody else, over me. So that ties in into me relaxing is just making sure that, okay, you know what, you have massage benefits, use mm-hmm. those because the end of the year is coming and that comes... Um, into your wellness and taking care of you. Yeah. You know, you're not sleeping because you're stressed about work. No, mm-hmm. no, no. So whatever is whatever happens at work stays at work. It will not come home with me. Yep. 
you know, there's a certain extent of setting, setting boundaries for your friends and expectations for your loved ones and just being like, yeah, you know, I might not be able to come to that holiday party without feeling so bad that they invited me, they took the time to invite me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like coming today. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be nice about things. You don't have yeah. to say, mm-hmm. I don't feel it. But, you mm-hmm. know, in your head, you just need to be honest and communicate the truth. So mm-hmm. those are my end-of-year commitments, which I'm going to heavily do. Those are doable, girl. You're going to do them. You're going to do them. Thank you. Amen. So, who wants to go next? Share, Melissa. I'll go next. (laughs) Hey, guys, Melissa. So, um, it's funny that we say, like, changes. I feel like the way I kind of looked at these was not necessarily changes, but continued successes that I've been slowly trying to implement. And Mm -hmm. I feel like by saying it out loud will kind of give me, like, like make me autonomous to like continue with them mm-hmm. so i feel like my first one is changes are just like my exercise habits like i've been slowly getting really back into the gym Good. and just like focusing on it but i feel like this month i really really just want to push to make sure that it's something that, that i do more often than not mm-hmm. um working out has always been like a love-hate relationship because sometimes i really really love it sometimes like I just kind of dread going to the gym and then once I'm there, I'm fine. Yeah. But I'm starting to find more... I'm, I'm starting to find more of the therapeutic aspect of going. Yeah. And and just the way that I feel when I go and, and the fact that me and Adam go together more often. Yeah. It's been turning into like a thing that we do. So I feel like it's turning more into time together and it's also something that's really good for us because yeah. we're not just going like some people go and they just shoot the shit when they're there because I'm not that kind of person that goes to the gym. I like to go to yeah. the gym and leave i don't want to spend my whole day there because if i did i would just go to a spa yeah <laughs> it's like no it's true it's true yeah it's true. if i want to see yeah. people walking around in a towel in a change room i'll just go, go to the spa, spa for the day i wouldn't say at the gym true. yeah so that's one of them it's just kind of like continuing that habit mm. and i feel like i feel like in, in terms of changing i think if i continue the habit i think my change would be my attitude towards going to the gym and kind of looking at it as more of something that not something that I have to do, like, oh, I need to go to the gym because of, like, what I ate or or because of how I'm feeling. I think I just need to go to the gym because it's just something that I should be doing. Yeah. And I, I feel mean, like by changing the mindset of going to the gym will increase the amount of times that I go and want to go. Yeah. So I feel like that's, like, one of, like, my things that I want to change this year. Um, I want to... Uh, so for like my continued success, I really want to look more into like professional stuff. So I really want to look into getting like my Google ad certification again and yeah. doing and doing like Facebook blueprint and like doing some just like small little certificate things on the side just to help with like advancement and professionalism. And I feel like towards the end of the year, things like even though like the holiday season's really, really, really busy. Yeah. And and we always talk about that like self care and we forget about taking care of ourselves. So I feel mm-hmm. like because a lot of these modules to do a lot of these things are a couple hours long. So yeah. I feel like if I do at least one of the certificate programs that's like three and a half hours long, it shows that I just made that time for myself to do something. Yeah. So I feel like you. I really want to try to accomplish at least one little mini certificate, like a professional designation program. Love just, it. That just helps in like in, in the future. Yeah, future Plus stuff. a lot of those things yeah. end up being a year long anyway. So I think yeah. it's kind of good that I'm doing it at the end of the year so I can have it valid for like the whole year coming up right yeah and then um my third thing actually is um i want to make sure i start and finish a novel this month Ooh, oh, yes. Like, yes i know 
mentioned the podcast before. I was reading. I'm, I'm still currently reading um, a, no, a novel about like anxiety yeah. by Sarah Wilson. Yeah. Um, it's called um, Make How to Make the Beast Beautiful. Yeah. So that's more about like anxiety and just like more like self discovery, self support. Yeah. But like, love it. And I feel like with something like that, you can get really into it for a couple hours, and you kind of put it aside, and you can get back to it later. Is that something like a novel that you keep up with? Mm-hmm. So I actually picked up The Testaments by Margaret Atwood. <gasps>
But oh. wanting to do something and actually committing to do it. Oh, it's different. It's yeah. so difficult. That's the hardest part. Yeah. It's so what so easy to say you're going to do something. And yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to read this book, guys. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to do a podcast in January. I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. it. Yeah. But I watched Gypsy Rose. But I watched Gypsy Rose. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about when we mean Gypsy Rose, um, check out our <laughs> podcast from uh, before where we speak about um, the holidays yeah. and how we prep. Yeah. As well as um, we each gave each other a show to watch and in (laughs) next week's podcast we will be talking about those shows and what we actually think about them so tune in for that and if you guys need a reminder for last week's episode check the link up above and make sure you uh, listen out on that as well Yeah. but yeah I was saying for um, commitments having those end of year commitments and I, I realize I'm a very like extremely goal oriented person you will not meet someone else who's like in my career trajectory in my life you know five ten years like this is what i want this is what i will do to get there mm-hmm. um i think for me i started saying i am committed to abc so for example i am committed to relax and be okay with it mm-hmm. i'm committed to this by yeah. number one number two number three so like inserting miniature commitments into it like actual accountability yeah so for me it's 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 i'm committed to relaxing by waking up and have no thoughts of no actions to do anything but relax right what does relaxing look like to me i yeah. want to wake up and do nothing watch That's netflix right. all day so i'm committed to relaxing by abc because now i'm actually accountable my monthly goals are i'm committed to reading a chapter a week mm-hmm. and reading a chapter a week on my schedule is like possible right it's hard so i literally i'm like okay so today i'm gonna read two three pages tomorrow i'm gonna read two three pages and i'm on the toilet instead of being on my phone because i'm so consumed with social media yeah i'm just like all right so i'm reading into it so now you know in my mind i'm actually committed to this story and i'm reading the story i'm like oh what's gonna happen next and then at some point you know you get tired of sitting on the toilet you're just like everything is out so i'm gonna go shower then tomorrow you look forward to you know the new set at the gym the new mm-hmm. exercise the new chapter so for me i think it's important to to just set those expectations for yourself and mm-hmm. not be so hard on yourself if you don't accomplish them just yeah. be like you know what all right today was a very busy day today was not such a great day today was a good day and i actually got this accomplished or i went to the gym and i did just cardio or i did weights mm-hmm. and cardio you know mm-hmm. and sometimes like my workouts are half hour to two hours, depending on what it is that I'm working on in my body. Yeah, and how and you're feeling and your yeah. energy. And and I think it's just, you know, don't be so hard on yourself if you don't yeah. accomplish that commitment. You know? I think the big lesson there is, I think the bigger picture is you want to f- learn how to focus. Yeah. It's not what you're, the tactical things you do, it's what you get out of it, is that you're learning how to focus and pivot from one thing to another without feeling guilty without mm-hmm. feeling pressured and doing it in a way that you are actually doing it yeah yeah I agree. yeah what are your uh what are your sharing? sharing my three so the first one is i want to donate 50 percent of my books to a not-for-profit what i own a lot of books it's really hard for me it's an emotional thing otherwise i'm pretty minimalistic in how i live mm-hmm. but books i keep them and i typically 
I'll go to a library, borrow a book, and if I like it, I actually will buy it and I I reference it because as time goes, you change, your perspectives change, Mm -hmm. and you read back and you're like, fuck, I learned something new. Mm -hmm. But I have way too many. Like, my closet, guys, is, like, filled with books. I got storage. I think I have more than a thousand books. Oh, shit. Because I have it in storage, and they're heavy. So, remember moving here into the condo a couple uh, years ago? My cousin was like, "Fuck!" I, I, he's like, he's like "We're helping share move. Fuck it, because like, because it's all it literally is all books. Look at this, guys. Look yeah. at down there. That's right. nothing. My closet is filled with yeah. books. So I want to fifty percent of them. I want to, and it's hard because I have to. Do, that means I have to take a step back and think, what kind of books will I keep and why? That was going to be my question. Like, yeah, how, how do you I have to bucket it based on what I want and oh I want to make gosh. sure I have certain things like I have a lot of math books yeah. mm-hmm. I want to keep them because I tutor right. but also because I love them but then I've realized do I really need 50 math books? Maybe. Right. Kidding. Yeah. I don't. I have to give them up right. or I have a lot of books like language books or like reference books and I need to learn if I'm never going to pick this up again, do I even need this? Yeah. And if it's out of date, especially yeah. if it's a reference book, yeah. right? Or if it's, and I know you like a lot of uh, nonfiction as yes. well. So when it comes to nonfiction or biographies, is this, is this stuff that's out of date? Yeah. yeah. Is it stuff that maybe you've, you've read up on it or it's, or it's information that you can find online as well? And maybe exactly. you can give this up to somebody mm. who might not have access to finding the information online? That's exactly I think maybe that's is. another way to look at it too, right? Is, yeah. is this information ready available, like readily available somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Or do you have like a deep personal connection because it's yeah. a book you've read three, four times and you have notes in it and it's that's like you can't problem, get rid of it. Yeah, I was just going to say. the novelty. Yeah. Because I have this one book and it's falling apart. Right. You guys want to see it? Yes. yes. I'm going to go get well, it. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you, do you buy, obviously you buy books because you're in love with books, but do you buy them at different periods or whatever you're experience, experiencing through that current state? Of oh, life? you mean like if I'm going through something, I buy a certain yeah. type of books? No. <laughs> I just find books and like I just read, I like a lot of science books. Right. The one book that I have, it's called Man in Time, is fucking falling apart. Right. And I can't give it up. And the reason why is because they don't make that book anymore. So there's novelty to it. Right. I'm not trying to sell it. I'm just like, shit, I have a piece of history that is like, it's pretty incredible. And like, yes, you look back, back to your point, Melissa. You look back yeah. and you're like, you read it and you're like, holy shit. Like, times have changed. A lot of theories and research has changed. Right. That this isn't apply, but that's the cool thing about it. I think mean, that's really So cool. I'll show you guys after the book, but yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. like falling apart. I, I think that's amazing that you it's can tape. actually... Like, for me, I, I buy a lot of books where either it was recommended to me. Yeah. Uh, leadership development books. Yeah. Personal growth. Um, I don't really buy books that are about fitness and, and nutrition because mm. it's also... It's also... Mm-hmm. That's a huge part of going to the gym, right? Yeah. So I, I find I just... If I I like fiction, nonfiction, mm-hmm. biographies, I like mainly people who've influenced their position into yeah. society with without so much work. Like leaders who don't oh have titles. Like Nelson Mandela, like yes. for me is just like he's my hero, right? Yeah. And even the fictional books, a leader who had no title yeah. gave up his worldly mm-hmm. pleasures, like gave up his car. It was about a monk who gave up his car, gave mm-hmm. up everything, he became mm-hmm. a monk and then he wasn't feeling the monk. 
So then he just became, uh, I don't know what it's called in Tibet, but he became like a crew, like a, a leader who was just like, I'm going to oh, okay. teach you about leadership. Yes. That, that is so cool. It's cool. Like, it's you like those transformational books? Yeah. I yeah. have a book for you. I was just going to, I'll get it now. One of the 50% so by Sharon's giving away. Yeah, one of the percent. Now I'm down to still 50%. <laughs> but I'm going to get it. It's by Sally Crenshaw or something. Oh, and namesake. Yes, Sally. And she's the first woman on Wall Street. And she literally is the queen. I love that. And she signed it. What? I'll get it. Sweet. Yeah. You can have it. It's so good. I mean, you get the book Man in Time that's falling apart. Oh my god, that is so cool. Yeah, it's so good. And while um, guys, while Sharon is looking for that book, a quick little plug: check us out on Instagram at How Ladies Roll and on Twitter at How Ladies Roll. So, and um, keep an eye out because we're going to post a photo of these books. Yeah. And we want you guys, yeah. we want your take and we want you guys to send us photos of your favorite books um, and to let us know what's your favorite part about them, why you guys like reading them, yeah. and if your books look just as fallen apart and read through as ours and Sharon's do. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And tell us what books you like. I'll give them away to you guys. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let like us that. know. Would you guys be interested oh in a... In, um, in a book giveaway, let yeah, us know. Let in the us comments. know. Leave us a reply. Bro, yeah. Let Bro. us know what you guys are reading right now. And I'll give she, them away. <laughs> she taped the bone of the book yeah. together. For those of you who are not in love with novels, listen, I love novels because I love the smell of it. I can't yes. have Kindles because I'm like, oh. Same here. Same her girl. Yeah, right? The bone of the book <laughs> is, is literally the middle that keeps There's the no marrow. <laughs> she has taped the shit out of this thing. Yeah. It's such a good book. Look, oh my it god, a, it's green. Yeah, this is a dollar seven, a dollar twenty-five when it came out. When did you get this book? I got it maybe thirty years ago. My grandmother. So my dad's mom. She and I were really into books. She was the one who got me into books, mm-hmm. and we went to the library, and they were. Um, it was the library downtown, and they were selling it for like ten cents. Oh, that that was my. Those are the best. Like a little flea market, and so she was like, "Do you want this?" I go, and the truth is, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. How I used to look for books, it's different from now because now I have a lot more knowledge about what I like. Right. But back then, it was the cover. I was like, "Hey, this looks cool. I want it." Yeah. And I was fascinated because if you look at the front of this book, it's called Man in Time. It has these like moon faces, and it reminds me of David Copperfield. Do you remember when you used to have the moon thing, the math thing, and you would yeah. have to figure? Oh my god, I was obsessed, that is so obsessed cool. with magic. So that is a book. That's probably one of the oldest books I've ever had, and I right. and also. Again, the experience, I can't let go of it because my grandmother was with me. Of course. And yeah. so that's partly why it's like so sentimental, which is the oh worst my part. Gosh. So that book is amazing. Like, I'm going to uh, share pictures. It's just such a good book. They don't print it anymore. No, man. And it's like, if you read it, like, I'll reference it sometimes. Like, we were talking about um, uh, cle- deep uh, peels. So, funny enough that you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. So, just some background before today's episode. Oh, um, gosh. I made the girls watch a YouTube video because I'm obsessed with YouTube about, <laughs> yeah. um, I was talking about um, chemical peels yes. for your skin and we're watching these videos yeah. and oh. if you guys are into like peel porn, like pimple popping, so like good. watch somebody who got a chemical peel and like the skin's flaking on their face and like you can't touch it, you have to just let it flop there all yeah. weekend until it's all gone. Yeah. So it's funny enough, so when Sharon brought so out this book, yeah. I opened up this book and the first thing it came on was a photo of a girl. <laughs> With her face all burned. Yeah. And then another person, totally different person beside her with a face yeah. clear. Yeah. And underneath it, it says, 
The obsessive quest for youth is a symptom of our feeling that we live entirely contained in passing time. Yes. Above a painful method of rejuvenation, facial skin is burned off to produce a uh, quote-unquote new face. Yep. So funny enough that we mentioned that. that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Um, Just to give you guys a little bit of idea. So Man in Time, this book that Sharon has, is by J.B. Priestley. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to read the first sentence when you open it. So it says, Man in Time is a fascinating study which contrasts psychological time and chronological time. Mm -hmm. The difficulties of dividing past, present, and future can sometimes result in precognition, an apparent experience of foresight often revealed in dreams. Before and after can be equally hard to capture, and this profound yet delightful book explores... I love that it's delightful. Yeah. Explores the human relationship with time through literature, history, and science, as well as through the distinguished author's very personal experience. While J.B. Priestley Priestley, Mm -hmm. was writing this book, he received hundreds of letters in response to a BBC television appearance in which the writers described their own strange experiences with time and dreams. Mm -hmm. Many of the letters are included in this volume, which is splendidly illustrated. So good. Splendidly. And, Mm -hmm. further context, the year of this book is... This book is so good. Let's see. Um, Copyright in... uh, so this first printing of this book was 1968. That does not look like a 1968 yeah. kind of book. I feel like this was kind of like a it piggied off of another book. Right. But this book is great because that's what I talked about experiences. And that's kind of the theme with my changes. And I'll talk about the other two. But with this one, I look back at this book based on what I've learned, the chemical peels. Like I heard about that. First time watching it today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look back at that book and be like, Holy shit, people were obsessed with youth yeah. and like holding on to things. And it's a big It hasn't changed. Yeah, it hasn't changed. It's a psychological thing. Sorry, sweetie. Okay. But that's what I love about books because I learn things and it keeps me thinking mm-hmm. and I just love it so much. So I need to get rid of 50% of my books. So, so you can leave learn us a more. message. So you, can get, so you can get more books and learn more. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Guys, that's, side, side it's, like that really pick up, it's like that pick up a penny, leave a penny. Yes, yes. exactly. Like, if you want to take on more knowledge, you almost have to let something else go. And mm-hmm. if that means physically, letting Otherwise, go of books that you're not reading yeah. to bring on new stuff that you're reading then it's it's extremely yeah. hard yeah. to contain yeah. and to continue collecting and absorbing stuff if you're not letting anything else go yeah. I think that goes for anything in life anything yeah, in life for sure I have a question and a comment sure so do you think it's common for uh, females to collect a lot of books to purchase a lot of books I think it is because and I'm not saying this because we're feminine and we're gentle I think that the way that we deal with how we feel and how we were taught to hold on to things because they're sentimental changes us. Whereas with men, you were never raised, let's be real guys, they were never raised to be sentimental. They can be because they're close to their moms or any female figures in their lives, but they're kind of raised to think of things differently. Whereas we are told to like hold on to things, Mm -hmm. be a certain way, feel something. And that's why I think women hold on to not just books, but a lot of objects like jewelry that's hand down. Yeah. Yeah. A guy's not going to keep a ring. Yeah. 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 Even if a guy was like, yo, I got this leather jacket from my grandfather. He was on a varsity team. They're never going to like keep it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll give it away. Yeah. Right. I, I, this is my opinion, but like with, with us, we're like, we want to hold on to things because memories are so important to us. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, my stepfather has 4,000 books. That's oh, the reason shit. I was asking. Yeah. I want to so, see. Yeah, so in, in our basement, you've been to our basement. Yes, I have. So, Mel, it's similar to your size minus like where the stairs okay. are. So it's like 
the stairs on the other side where the mm-hmm. fireplace is. So he literally has shelves built into the wall all around the basement. And he was saying that he likes sci-fi books, right? Mm-hmm. So he was saying for the longest time in the 60s, people were obsessed about going to the moon, yeah. um, doing all these, uh, what are they called, autonomous vehicles. Mm. And once he said that, I was like, oh, wow, we are actually living in the future. Like, we now have autonomous vehicles. It's not full autonomy yet, yeah. but Tesla's working on it. So, That's right. it, you know, the prototypes that are coming out and people are actually paying to go to the moon, which is insane to me. Because before it was just astronauts who were yeah. actually trained to go to the moon. And now it's, you can pay $4 million and you're, you're good to go. That's right. You know? So I think it's very interesting that when you read these nonfiction realistic books where in the past where we used to read those magazines I don't know about you guys in high school you used to read about those magazines where it was like how many likes do I have and it's now like a real thing or like how much makeup do you have you know yeah. and it was just like it's, it's now you you have to wear makeup to go anywhere you know what I mean and oh. before, when I was in high school I was like never wore makeup yes. why yes. you know what I mean Yes. so I think it's really interesting how books can actually predict the future they can, and then that's the novelty in keeping them, because if they did, or even if they did it, you can go back and be like, this is how people thought. It's history. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how we were taught to learn, like, the war, or, like, experiences, colonization. Like, you look back and you're like, you're so curious, like, what was life back then? So yeah. we keep these books, because, yeah. do you remember Alexandria? It was burnt down, all that knowledge. Yeah. We are holding on to things because we want those memories, right? So. True. So that's my first. I got to get rid of 50% of my books. So yes. I will, I'm on social, I will put down, I'll take pictures of the books and be like, yo, you want this? Yeah. Maybe if they retweet something or whatever, mm-hmm. um, subscribe, give us stars. I'll just send you the book. Like, yeah. take the book because I need to get rid of it. I've got about 500 to give away. You got to help us out, help Sharon get rid, get of, my rid books. of her books to Which is tough. now commit to her year end goal. Okay. That's, yeah. that's all we need to do. That's one thing. And the reason why I do that is because I'm trying to get into the habit of like, as Melissa was saying, as replenishing as I give away so that I have less stress and I can keep, hold on to what I really need versus what I don't need. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, in anything else in my life, I'm fine, but it's books. Ooh, girls. <laughs> I cannot. Like, people, I'm telling you, man, when I move, people are like, fuck that. We'll come by after when you have the beer. It's like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? It literally, I have storage for the books. So that's so the first thing. do you read them? I read like, all of do, them. Do you actually remember what I you do. read? Or do you have to now reread them in order to be like, okay, this one on the list? And... I So the way that I use books is not just to read a story, but to learn something and be like, I'm going to reference this. And I'll usually I'll fold the page and I'll highlight and make notes. Mm. I literally will do that and I'll go back. And the way, depending on how I fold it, I know which, like if it's like, oh, it's something that I wanted to answer... I, I, I outlined it, yeah. then I folded the bottom. If I wanted to remember a quote, then I fold the top. Like, I have a system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really, I love it because there are books that I use as reference and I will never get rid of them, hence, Man in Time. That's yeah. So cool. Yeah. So that's the first thing. I need to get rid of 50, 50% of my books. 500 books, guys. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of books. Praying for you. Mi- minimum 500. So yeah, that's one. That's a lot. The second one, which I am going to do, but it's something that I want to do, um, and it's, uh, it's something very important. Um, for Makai and I is like for Christmas I talked to him about the importance of giving back to the community Mm -hmm. so for Christmas I said what do you want for Christmas and I'm trying to raise my son to understand that yes there's a lot of like gift giving but gift giving is just one part of it you can give back in many ways so actually on December 25th we're going to be going to the Scotiabank Arena with Raptors 905 and MBYMP 
to give back to foster children who don't have families. Amazing. Play ball, Aww. have games. It's something that MBYMP, and I'll send that information so Please. everyone can know. Please do. Um, and literally anyone can go. It's yeah. 20 bucks, and it's like, yo, honestly, I can spend Christmas for a couple of hours with these people. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach Makai, like, yo, you can give back in ways that have nothing to do with materialistic things. I, I didn't force him. I said, like, what do you think of doing this? And he was like, I want to see what it's like to not have a family. Yeah. I'm like, I think what you need to see is that and learn how grateful you are to have what you have. Yeah. So that's something that we're going to do on Christmas Day. Like, I told his dad about this. Hey, Randy, what's up? <laughs> and he's like, he has him the day before. He's like, hey, but mommy, what time are you going to take him? And I'm like, it's three to five. He's like, can I go? And I'm like, nah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, bro. No, yeah, he can show me one too. Family. I think that's so cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun yeah because we again we spend most of our time being like what do i get this person what do i get this person exactly. we often forget the people who actually don't have enough yeah the, the people who don't have families you know that are not blessed that's right know? they might be blessed in other ways not you know negating the fact that they they don't have a family or they do have a family like mm-hmm. that just put things in perspective because it's just like oh i need to budget to buy yeah. gifts but there are people who actually mm-hmm. are they don't. they don't even have homes they know? don't have homes yeah. and like that's what i'm trying to teach makai is that yeah. giving back is like getting gift is great it's i'm not gonna lie if i get a gift i'm like oh shit a book yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm fucked <laughs> i'm fucked y'all because i'm like oh god now what do i do but it's like the idea of giving someone an experience that they'll never forget. You know that saying, it's what how people make you feel, not what they say? Yeah. So, like, really, like, and Makai had a lot of good questions. And he was like, what are foster children? I'm like, and I explained to him, and he was like, can we Google it? And he did it on his own time. I'm like, hey, Poppy, one hour a day, that's it. <laughs> but he comes back, and he's like, I found out that these actors are were foster kids. And he named them, and I'm like... That's amazing. Okay, that's crazy. First of all, the internet's amazing. But yeah, second, yeah. like... I'm trying to raise him to be curious and understand that like there's a story behind giving yeah like there's all the religious stuff which is interesting less I want you to learn that and understand it but I want you to understand like the notion of like what it means to give back because we forget that not everyone has a family it's true and has the luxury of doing these things and like giving these children it's like two hours so it's after the Raptors game it's two hours and they get to like play ball and like they get fake tattoos yeah giving them that and like i want that's, makai to look back and be like that's amazing yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be super fun yeah so that'll but be but even fun. you know not you know this is gonna sound mean either way but i'm not trying to be mean mm. but even international students and families exactly like people who you know the father came but the mom is still back home or the kids are still back home or yeah. somewhere else you know you're not always together yeah so for us <clears throat> trivializing or minimizing the fact that you know you have to drive an hour for your family that's right that's yeah nothing compared to someone who's oceans away and yeah. all you're doing is communicating by either whatsapp or skype or yeah. you know telephone calls and recently my mom went to oman mm-hmm. and i was trying to video chat her and yeah. she's like it's not allowed it's illegal to have video conferences here so you can't do skype you can't oh, do wow. whatsapp you can't do, and what? i was like is that for security reasons? So yeah. what if I go and work there? I'm not able to call my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that put things into perspective because, you know, the whole thing about communication and holidays is just getting together. You, know, yes. you plan your calendars. Yes. You talk to each other. But the, the international people who cannot actually celebrate with their loved ones, they yeah. have foster families here, mm-hmm. you know, not 
not actual foster families, but people who they spend time with as yeah. and they consider their family. It's just, I don't know how, I think that would be like the most challenging thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to not have your loved ones just so that you could just, you know, get together. And even if it's not gifts, just eat together. You yeah, because it's a whole new experience. Yeah. And that's exactly like taken out of this lesson is I want him to come back and start thinking, oh, I felt this way when I experienced this and yeah. not be afraid to talk about it yeah. because we forget that not only do they get to get something great out of it, like they have people to be around during the holidays, yeah. we learn something about ourselves. I, whoa, <coughs> tossing my pen. Uh, I want him to think back and be like, oh, this is, I learned this about myself that I, that I have to be grateful for what I have, that mm-hmm. I, you know, like he's a kid and I want him to realize that like materialistic things are great, but they're not. And so he's learning that because, and I now he's learning that because when I talked to him about it, he's like, yeah, I want to do this. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, so this is my Christmas gift to you is this experience. And he's and like, I'm awesome. down. Yeah. And it's the truth is he's like, I'm going to get gifts from other people anyways. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these kids are too logical. So that is number two on my list. Right. I put your santo. Uh, the third one is a little like, I don't know. It's, I, I think it might appear superficial, but it's not. But it, it goes deeper, pun intended, and you'll understand why, is to go deeper. completely foundation-free by the end of the year. Ooh. And the reason why Solomon knows about this, and I think I told you, yes. Mel, is I just start, I, I've stopped wearing foundation. So I started wearing makeup when I was like my early 20s, mm-hmm. and it was because like, I was a major tomboy, and one day I went to a friend's house, and she's like, girl, I'm going to make you look like a girl. And she like did something to my face, and it was called plucking my eyebrows. <laughs> Too thin, but she showed me what makeup was, and like... At the time, we didn't think about, like, embellishing what we had. It was just, like, cover up what you don't have, look older. Yeah. And so it was that habit of, like, getting up in the morning and doing it. And I never questioned it. And then one day I was just, like, at Bulk Barn. <laughs> I was, like, I want to try. Places. Of all places, all Bulk Barn. And I'm, like, yo, I've always walked by the soap aisle. And I'm, like, I want to try this bentonite clay, creamy clay by the soap works. We'll add a link. Yeah. And I tried it on Friday night and I've been using it every day and like it's amazing. And it's beyond it's literally beyond skin deep because it's not about like saving time. It's just like oh wow, I can really be that resilient that I can let go of something that is so superficial. Yeah. And I'm not dogging makeup. I think makeup is great because I think it's fun and I like wearing makeup. That's why I haven't gotten rid of a lot of it, but it's just like to wake up and be like this is who I am. Yeah. Like, I've always mm-hmm. worn makeup because I'm very insecure about my freckles. I have a lot of freckles and big pores. Right. So I'm like, shit. And then, like, I always wanted to look a little older because I look young for right. my age. And so, um, for being 55, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Asian no raisin. Asian no raisin, girl. <laughs> but, like, it's the habit of, like, accepting things. And, like, it's beyond, like, my, my face and my skin. It's like, then I, I can accept the fact that I don't need these things hopefully the books right so it's like um it's changed for again another experience and it's not just like an end year goal but it's like what can I learn from this and so far I feel great yeah I I have nothing on my face and like it's weird you forget about like how free and you feel like I was driving on Saturday um Saturday night I'm going to go see a co-worker saying she's amazing shut up Leona um and so oh my god I was just like I have nothing on my face the whole night and I got home and my skin was amazing yeah and I'm like 
this like it feels good to yeah. to not worry about like powdering my face. I'm like yeah. just to it's become shiny. more confident. I need to like match. Yeah, this is a natural shine. It's yeah. called oil T zone. This is the look. I, the T zone look. <laughs> you realize how great it is not wearing makeup yeah. when you like rub your eye and yeah. then you have yeah. that split yeah. section where you're like, oh, oh shit. Mascara. And then you stop and then you're like, wait a minute, I can wear makeup today. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's honestly Always that's like the best feeling ever. Yeah, it's legit. Like, it's like that that drop in your stomach. Yeah, and then it goes it goes back up. You're like, and you're like, I'm good. <laughs> Or like, or like, or yeah. like, you know, you get to like the middle, and you're like, oh my eyeshadow. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, there's oh, nothing. Okay. It's so true. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. so true. Like so, leaving the house, like. Literally, it used to give me anxiety. I'm not going to lie. Do you remember for my birthday, you gave me that makeup kit? Yeah. I still use it to hold my makeup, but I would bring that everywhere. You could use it as a clutch, girl. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Right. Oh, trust me. You wouldn't believe <laughs> it. I will now because I have room for it. Right. But like back then, I was using it for makeup. And I didn't think it was like so instinctive for me to just bring it. And I would go out and be like... And everyone would be like, oh, do you have blood and paper? Because oh, I got shoppers in my bag. And like, yeah. I take my bag out and I have everything. And then I literally was doing a binge of my makeup and I'm like, I have duplicates of everything I don't need. Right. The only things that I really need is because I have sparse eyebrows, I do have to uh, draw them in. Right. I always have to wear a clear mascara because I do have really heavy lashes and it gets in my eyes. And the one thing I cannot leave without is lip balm. It doesn't right. have to be lipstick. I used to wear, remember, really dark red lipstick? Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing lip balm. Yo, it's it amazing. O'Keefe's, so nice. and they have the best hand lotion. It looks so <laughs> Oh, the working hands? O'Keefe's, yeah! The working hands and the working Yes, hands. it's so good. I'm, I'm it's try. so good. See, for me, my, my, my thing with the makeup is just to try and use more natural uh, products. Okay, yeah. Even, like, lotions and creams. Like, I'm just like, skin is just supposed to breathe it's yes. just yes. not supposed to have yes. things in it yeah so and I there's, think it's really cool that you're doing that oh thank you there's yeah. there's a lot of tools that you can use to, to test your products yeah I don't remember what it's called but there's an app that you can use to scan products and also on YouTube like obviously YouTube is like Auntie Google. She's yeah. like everything for anyone who yeah. doesn't want to search, hey, right? Hey, yeah. But there's a girl who is going through her journey of like using products that are clean. Yeah. I guess what they call it. And she was like, they say they don't have sulfates and this, but like there are a lot of scientific things on the bottle that we don't know are still sulfates. Yeah. Methicone, bio, I don't know. If you can't say it, if, you can't if you be can't using say it. It's exactly. Not yeah, to be used, yeah. Yeah. By my the way, opinion. the creamy clay that I use in my face, I use in my hair. Bomb. Yeah. So like really? I might just use it. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, the thing is I've used a lot of clean products for my hair and like I would get disappointed because they don't lather. Right. Because they don't have dimethicone. They don't have sulfates. Sulfates is what coats your hair and it leaves it like with a film and that's why it gets shiny. And it also right. makes the bubbles lather lathery, whatever. You don't need that. But we're raised to think that you have to do that, you're cleaning your hair, but it's really bad for your hair. Yeah. So I've started using this clay and it's amazing. What I love about it is that when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to because I, I have to straighten my hair a little bit because it is pretty wavy. Right. I don't feel bad about like it doesn't feel dry as much as it used to. Okay. And it doesn't get as oily easily because my hair does get oily. So it's, you shower every day, which is not good for your skin and your hair. Right. Although you should wash your palms. <laughs> you should wash Just your palms. Just say it. Changes. Changes. Your panties. Time will change me. <laughs> but I can't change you. Time. Thank you, <laughs> David Bowie, for that, that was like banger a, of a song. Yeah. Yeah. Also, That's today's great. episode brought to you by Benzoite Clay. <laughs> Clean your face the and your clay. hair. Make it yeah. smooth.
Jones and Clay. It's so good. Because time can't change me. Change. Using this over time can change my hair for the better. My face. So let me have a question. Is your skin? What is your? What is your skin type? I have no idea. Combination? Is it oily? Is it dry? So, if you're talking about my face, it's oily, but the rest of my body is dry. Okay, so let's talk about your face a little. If your yes. face is oily... Is it dry or, like, dry? Like, like ashy dry? Like, or like ashy dry. O'Keefe's. Yeah. yeah. O'Keefe's is the bomb. Okay, I'm going to go look for it. Yeah. Because... Shoppers. Know. But yeah. the thing is, like, so I was having this conversation, not to segue, but mm. to segue. So <laughs> I was having this conversation, surprisingly, with my boss. Yeah. So I just, I started itching my legs, and she's like, and I was wearing stockings, and she's yeah. like, are you okay? And I'm like, my skin is so itchy. It's <laughs> winter yeah. time. It's, 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 it's so dry. It's, it's unbelievably dry. Yeah. Like, and I was, so then I asked her, I'm like, do you guys, do wait, do you lotion your skin? And she's like, no. I'm like. <laughs> Wait, so you don't wear moisturizer at all? And she's like, no. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Is baffled. she? Is she it's like? Weird. I'm I'm sorry. That like actually bugs me so it does. much. It's so bad for you. I am. I mo- I moisturize my skin every single day. Like it right. is. Like my like my skincare routine. It has taken me months to like have it under wraps. Yeah. But like this girl be moisturizing her body with Neutrogena. Retinol, really? Like Good. body cream that I okay. get at Costco on a discount. For you. So but see, but see, that's normal to hear. So when she said, I was like, wait, so do white people not moisturize? Because you know, it's it's actually universally known. It's a black thing. Shea it, butter. You you gotta no you ha- but you have to change your oil. Yes. In, like mid year fall. So you have your summer lotion and then you have your winter lotion. Mm. So if you use shea butter all year, it's great. But because I'm oily, I get super oily. And, and it's, it's like more of a sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to be sweating. Like I'm yeah. baking here, right? Yeah. But in the winter, shea butter is amazing. So I started shea using butter. shea butter. But then so now I have, I feel like a, it's like burnt skin, but oh. not burnt skin. It's so from it's being like so dry. dry. I have yeah. gone that before. And is it like around your knees, like yeah. up to your thighs? Oh, yeah. I used I used to get that a lot when I used to take public public transit, right? Ooh. Because you're if you're cold and the shaving, right? Outside, yeah. You're, if you're wearing jeans, tights, okay, stockings, makes, yeah. nylon, yeah. and they're rubbing against your skin, that makes plus sense. is cold. So the mixture of the cold, the chafing, the rubbing, and your skin being dry and flaky can almost feel like... And then the, the, going in and out of the cold from cold to right. warm, you get yeah. like that weird prickly yeah. sensation. Yeah. yeah. It is, that it's is the worst. It's the worst feeling. Oh, it's the worst. Dry skin yeah. is, is the one it's of the, the worst, worst feelings. I hate the feeling of dry hands. Yeah, oh, you guys feel that weird, yeah. like it, and you're just like. It's because you feel like your hands are dry, but you also feel how dry the skin is at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. It does because it's like you're feeling. It's like you're feeling your skin, as if like it's not your skin, but yeah. you're also feeling your skin. Like it's dry from like, the inside out. Yeah, I agree. You're like, yeah. I need like 17 gallons of water to <laughs> drink right now, yeah. and I need like a tub full Whatever. of body lotion yeah. to sit yeah. in. I agree. So yeah, so. My face, I try not to use moisturizer just because it's super oily. But mm-hmm. I also heard that that's bad for you because oh. you should use an, a non a non oily moisturizer. Like the one I use right now is uh, 
a vino with oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's literally just a very light moisturizer. So I find like my face is not shiny. But when I start doing this, that's when I'm like, all right, I can feel the lotion. Oh. I feel the zone just coming in. So yeah, my, my normal body skin is dry, but my face is oily. Okay, got to try it then. For yeah. your face, try... Um, it's called creamy clay. I'll show you what it looks like after. Okay. But you can get it from Bulk Barn for like a dollar twenty-five. Yeah. And I've been using it, and it's great. And my skin's really oily, and it keeps my skin supple and perfect, not too dry the rest of the day. Is it? Does it feel tingly, or it's just because also my skin is very hypersensitive? It so doesn't if I change products. It just. It I doesn't. Start it's a completely. It literally is a natural clay. It's from okay. the earth. Okay. And like it's obviously like a hundred percent, but like this one is vegan and plant based, plant based okay. oils, um, and it's just like it's amazing. Like you can try some later if you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's great. I'll, I'll look for it. Yeah, sure. totally try it. I feel like what is your skin type, Mel? My skin type is is sensitive and it's really dry, uh-huh. but I also have I guess you can say combination because sometimes my T zone gets oily. Yeah. But. Excuse me. Going back to that clay that yeah. you're talking about, your face cream, like your sorry, your your the the bar soap. Yeah. I feel like that probably works really well because it's more pH balancing than anything. Yes. And I feel like a lot of it is when it comes to when you have skin that's overly dry, over or overly oily, mm-hmm. it really comes down to using products to help balance out the pH of your skin. Right. And to revitalize and add things to it that it's lacking. So I always understood that having oily skin is due to your body reproducing oil because you're using products to strip away oil. So yes. your body's way to rejuvenate it's to produce more oil than it should because it keeps on feeling that all this oil is being taken away Mm -hmm. right so that's why even like makeup removers like because i have like those oily patches and those dry patches i use like oil-based uh cleansers so things that like that are like made from coconut oils Mm. and all natural and things like vaseline that add oil back into your skin yeah but also use it to break down dirt and makeup and things in a way without draw, fully drying out your skin and mm-hmm. pulling yeah. those things out yeah i do use like oil-free moisturizers and oil-free cleansers just to help with like clog like not clogging up anything yeah but the biggest thing i've learned when it comes to skincare is just really under it's just really moisturizing and bringing moisture back into your skin yes inside yes. out through drinking water and through just what you put on your skin yes and and um and the order of how you put things onto your skin can really make a difference. Oh, really? And I found, so like, yeah, so if you think about it, moisturizer is, um, locks moisture into your skin. That's the point of a moisturizer is to make sure that whatever moisture is in your skin, it adds a little bit to it and it right. locks it in. Mm-hmm. So they always say that when you're putting on skin products that you're using serums and oils in your skin first. So you're bringing that moisture in okay. and then that moisturizer goes on after those steps to lock everything and create that barrier on top of your skin so it's i found my skincare journey and understanding skincare and and makeup is really understanding how things react to the skin and how the skin actually works right and then seeing based on how i react to things what might work best for me and i feel like it's like like getting into skincare (laughs) like getting into anything is like another hole like you fall down a hole oh my god and like you can you can spend a fucking week just learning about all different kinds of face creams alone and just and and just compare and contrasting different kinds of makeup that you can use yeah i think really daunting and but i feel like when you when you find a a routine that works for you so like sharing like what you're finding and sal what you're finding yeah 
the biggest thing with skincare is sticking to it. That's Consistency. true. Yeah. It's so true because you're changing. It's changing, right? So you can't expect it. Right and, and that's the only time you can actually see if something's working. Because something yeah. can work two, three times right at the beginning, but yeah. like if you're using it for like a year and you're not seeing any change, yeah, or any skin resurfacing or changes, then like there's no point using it because it's not going to be something that's going to do well for your skin, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, okay. skincare is important. It's very good. And, like, another thing, too, is... I love how we went into skincare, guys. Skincare. Like, guys, I love skincare. Skincare, skincare so much. It's so important, honestly. You know what I really believe? That if you have beautiful skin, that can make you look so beautiful. Like, glowing, yeah. Yeah. naturally dewy skin. Another thing that we forget to do is SPF. Yeah. Oh, I started God. really getting yeah. into... So, I love the sun. I love tanning. Yeah. I love being outside. Yeah. This summer is the first summer where I wore mineral sunscreen on. I wore sunscreen on my face. Yeah. I think almost every single day, and yeah. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. I it was thirty five. It was really expensive. It was a mineral sunscreen, thirty five dollars. And I think the difference between mineral sunscreen is that it doesn't create a cast. Yeah. Like other SPF sunscreens yeah, do. Yeah. Like that yucky it's white stuff. Because. Yeah. Other sunscreens that have, they, I think they have zinc in them. Yes. And they create a, um, pretty much like a deflective, like a deflection from like the sun rays. So yeah. like it deflects back out. Right. That's why you get that white cast. Whereas mineral sunscreen acts more as like a natural protectant that doesn't, that allows you. And I think mineral sunscreen actually allows you to still get vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Because oh, they say like cool. majority of your recommendedly value of vitamin D. Sorry, guys, getting really scientific here. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's good. Like is when you're outside in the sun, but you can't get that if you're wearing sunscreen that has a cast in it because right. vitamin D comes from sun rays that get absorbed into your skin, and you can't absorb it if you're wearing something that's reflecting it. Yeah. So I think I, I'm pretty sure. And guys, correct me if I'm wrong. If there's a mineral sunscreen expert out there or sunscreen expert, skincare expert, anybody want to talk about skincare? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Leave us a comment. Let's do it. We love talking about it. Your skincare to. routine. Let us know. Yeah. Help us uh, get into this natural movement, you know, of Sharon. She's trying to not wear foundation by the end of the year. I'm trying to use more natural products. Mm-hmm. I'm continuing on with my 10 steps nightly skincare routine that I've so tried good. to perfect yeah. over the last six, seven months yeah. of just collected stuff. But like that was the biggest thing I found for me was yeah. using a mineral sunscreen every day. And honestly, like I felt so proud of myself, and I say it with every single clap between every word that I'm saying, <laughs> that honestly, wearing sunscreen, oh, like, is, yeah. guys, I, I, like, I always like to say, I always like to practice what I preach. I wore it this summer, and I saw such a big difference. Yeah. And, ha- like, now that, like, my tan has faded, yeah. I look at my skin now, and I notice a difference at the end of the season, mm-hmm. yeah. because there's less... There's not as many. There's not many dark spots. There's not much discoloration because I I protected my skin as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And considering that I did tan a lot and I was outside a lot, yeah, I always 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 put SPF. On. Always, yeah. and I think though also we should be wearing it all year round. Yeah, because the sun so. is all, absolutely the sun is still there and it prevents aging. Have you guys ever done those things where you can see the age of your skin? No, I oh. want to do it so bad. Okay. Guys. I don't want to do Once it. Once a month, shoppers does it. I'll try to find information, but they'll do it for you and yeah. it's free. And they just scan your skin and they based on a range and de- depending on like how your skin is been affected by the sun they can give you like a range of your age i'm so nervous i've done yeah, so much I've done guys that. i've done so much indoor yeah. tanning like it's yeah. not don't at me listeners i get it <laughs> i understand indoor tanning is not the greatest thing and i know there's a lot of people who are on different sides of the fence i've done it 
that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> because I still really like it. I know it's not good for you, but I do wear sunscreen. And I know it, it can makes be... makes you feel good. Yeah, Why I was going to say that. Like, if it makes you feel good, it's fine. But it. at least you know the precautions yeah. and how to yeah. limit yourself. Exactly. But yeah, like sunscreen is so important. And like even Makai, like... I am like, like playing sports outside, outside, like you forget. But even just in the winter, I'm like, yo, especially when we if go you're skiing, skiing, yeah, because yeah. the light reflects. Because remember, don't forget, that's what it is. Like you're right, we need vitamin D to grow, and he's a child; he needs to develop. Right. But it's like if you're blocking it, then you're actually like, there's like a, it's there's no, it's something that's a, it's not asymmetry. There's right. no asymmetry to like the amount of vitamin D that you're getting. Right. And like he knows it's part of the habit. Like we have so much sunblock. I have some mineral stuff from a place we used to work, but like <laughs> it's it's really good and I do like it because you know how we were talking about the reflective thing. Yeah, I feel like cake on my face where mineral it literally penetrates. It feels almost grainy. And it doesn't. Too. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. smell. It doesn't smell. It's she smells good. And I think sunscreen has that sunscreen smell yeah. Yeah, like, because of the zinc and the products that help in creating that cast yeah. and there not being that many probably great products in that sunscreen either mm-hmm. um, If now that I really think about it if you actually get a test and you smell different kinds of sunscreens and you smell ones that are more natural and ones yeah. that are more mineral yeah. and unfortunately with a higher price tag they don't smell like sunscreen they don't it really makes you think about the other brands yeah you gotta invest in your skin but then but that also makes me think you know what are what are those induced chemicals that I'm putting on my skin that's why you know if if you told me a Himalayan salt clay mask or whatever that I can DIY that's when Mm -hmm. I'm like all right I made these products so I can or I use products that I actually know what's in it yeah because there are things where you know even those like 10 step skin skin care routines Mm -hmm. where I'm like Mm-hmm. what's in this and will my skin now get accustomed to it right mm-hmm. but now as I get older as I was mentioning earlier to you guys it was it, like my skin is now changing pigmentation mm-hmm. I have different patches of dark brown and light brown on my skin mm-hmm. I don't understand why maybe it's my diet maybe it is things that I've been putting on my face maybe it is the foundation mm-hmm. I have no idea right yeah so I I just I I want to just make sure that I'm understanding the products for the skincare then I yeah. can just do them confidently yeah there's yeah. like a science behind it right so understanding yeah. like what the product does but also how do you react to it and how they react together when you put them on yeah so like you were talking about the blotches in skin and you made a good point diet lack of rest and also the fact that when you age people forget that when you age your your body is changing yeah so these are things that are hormones are changing yeah, yeah. Like there's different things going on in your body that impact how your skin looks because exactly. i really do believe Skincare is not only what we put on top, it's also what we put inside our bodies, Absolutely. right? Right. Absolutely. Because believe you me, these holiday season, if this these holiday season, <laughs> this holiday season, if I'm gonna be drinking and eating a lot, yeah. you're gonna see it. Yeah, take care. You're gonna see that on my chin <laughs> in some nice in a nice little like mountain range <laughs> across the bottom of my face. Yeah. So guys, honestly. This season, I guess, out of our top three th- things, I guess it really came down to skincare. Yeah. <laughs> like, taking care of ourselves from the inside out, it obviously yeah. comes down to skincare. But yeah. um, we would love it if you guys can leave us a comment and let us know what are your three things that you're going to be doing and really focusing on on the end of the year. Yeah. Um, let us know what books you're reading, what what skincare you're using, what are your favorite things of 2019. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear it. Yes. Um, Leave us a comment. Leave us five stars. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at How Ladies Roll. 
And you know what, guys? We hope you liked today's episode. We loved filming it. Yeah. And we would love to hear from you. So um, hopefully leave us a comment and we will chat soon. Peace out, guys. So thank you so much, guys. My Bye. 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 changes. <laughs> <laughs>